0: the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building, Emory Jones. Emory, welcome back.
2: What up, though?
0: How's it feeling?
2: Feel good. I see these beautiful chairs y'all got.
0: A d- different studio, different energy, a little bigger. Getting a little more money. Trying.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we trying to keep up with
2: y'all. It, we it trying. Shows,
0: it shows
1: the we chairs trying. Show. I, I asked you the other night, man, because you're here celebrating the 50 years of hip hop, so it's a lot going on. You got the Humble Souls mixtape you know, the, the, the Book of Hove that they got at the Brooklyn Public Library. And I asked mm-hmm. you the other night, when I saw you after that premiere, did you see all of this for you a- and your team? Absolutely not.
2: Mm. I mean, you, you see winning, mm-hmm. of course you, you, know, you get into it, and you wake up every day like, I'm gonna win. You know what I mean? That's the mentality, like win, but there's no way in the world you've seen this. Mm-hmm. When, you,
0: when you seen the plays set up from, from, from early on, what was the, what was the finish line? At that point, when y'all were having initial conversations, like, what was the finish line? Because yeah. what, you, success yeah, what, what was success at that time?
2: I think it was different finish lines, right? The first finish line was like, how do you get out the projects and make it to Five uh, Sixty State Street, right? Mm-hmm. That was that was a a win, right? To mm-hmm. get out of you know and, and you know down the block, but you breathing room, right? And then you know from there, it's like. When you watch NASCAR, I'm looking at the car, mm-hmm. right? It's a season. So you got to get by race by race. And at the end of the day, if I if I continue to stay on the podium throughout the year, my chances of winning are great. Mm. I don't mean I got to win every race. But if I'm on the podium, there's only three spots on the podium. My mm. point's going to continue to put me in a position to win, right? And I think that's how I looked at it. If we stay on the podium... Even through them years was though you know ain't no albums ain't no boom you stay on the podium, my chan our chances of winning and and, and having a dynasty that you know the way we have, is greater you know what I mean. So mm-hmm. I think we just looked at it as chapters always, like like I said
1: that that point system. We were you ever the hustler podium. that was like, man we ain't doing no rap. It's too much money in these streets. We staying in like rap. I mean in the beginning because
2: you know, for me you you a kid, I don't understand that, right? I don't I don't see it and I'm like, you know, what we doing? But then it came a point where as though I'm like, okay, let's go, mm-hmm. but then you're not seeing the results. So if you come from eating, you're like, wait a minute, what we doing? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it ain't adding up, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, you had to get past that stage of just like, it's supposed to be instant gratification, right? It's a process like everything else. And once I realized that, it was like it was a little too late by the time I realized that because I had to go,
0: you know, sit down even for a little bit. vacation, you know I, what I mean? I was going to ask, when did you get to a place in your life where you could let your guard down, right? Because through the, the whole time in the streets, your guard was up. When you was locked up, guards was up. Right. I'm sure when you came home at first, guards was up. When, when did you finally get to a place where you could put your guards down?
2: Honestly, for me to be to this point, guard's up, but you got, you know, you jabbing. So when you jabbing, you got one guard up and you, you jabbing. That's the only way to survive, right? You got to deal with people and be in places that you know you ain't got to be in, but you got to deal with it. So to put yourself in them situations, you got to put your guard down something. Mm-hmm. Like just to walk into that situation. So I've always done that to get to this point. But I think in the last couple of years, it's been that time where you let it all go. You let it all go and be like, you know what? I ain't, you know, I, I can let go of all that. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Like no, It's no, I don't even like talking about the old war stories. Past,
0: right? yeah, of course. You know mm-hmm. what I mean?
2: Because it's like someone, one of my friends hit me one day and was like, uh, yo, you know it's the such and such year anniversary you came home. And I was like, yo, I forgot that date a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Like, I forgot that date, because I don't want that to be, such a significant part of your my life. history. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, don't get me wrong, it's a part of it. And and I'm, you know, I embrace it. I'm not, you know, I don't turn from it, but it's like I'm gonna I'm not gonna let that be something I'm gonna celebrate for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Like when I came home.
1: It's I, like it's it's not too many people who can come home and make the transition that you did though. Like I, I almost feel like it should be like a case study on how to do your bid come home and then like, you know, really reacclimate yourself to society. It's a difficult
2: situation, Mm -hmm. man. It's not it's not simple, right? And and don't get me wrong, I got a support system, but so other people have support systems too and it's just not as simple as people think Mm -hmm. just to adjust, right? Or just to, you know, you know, walk through and find that next thing, right? Because when you're in, you're so in the streets that you don't even give yourself a chance. To separate, mm-hmm. because when you're bidding, you still gotta be in tune with the world. And most people wanna be too in tune. It's like being in the system. We can wake up and know what happened in the hood before people in the hood know. Right. Wow. That's how people are tuned. That's how you you know you function because at the, at the end of the day, the system. You know, if you're in the real world, the system is a part of the real world, especially when you're doing dirt. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, when you in, when you're in mm-hmm. the world, so it really goes hand in hand. So you really don't have a chance to move forward, right? Because the world is still happening. Situations that left the streets are still coming up. Mm-hmm. Life is still going on. Family is is always something going on. So you, you a lot of times you don't even get a chance to shake it and understand what's my next move. And then you get back here, regardless of how much time you done. done you you haven't had time to shake it and then you come jump right in the fire. Mm. It's not a it's not a simple situation.
0: I was going to ask not you know, easy. With are dealing with with Jay, How much pressure do you have on you, right? And the reason I asked, right? You know, when we when we listen to whole records and he and he says Emery done lap shot niggas and, mm-hmm. and Emery done got the cocaine on and, and you know talking about just so much pressure because of what you've done when you came home and, and how you were able to create this 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 empire for yourself. Is that pressure on you at all? No, I, I think he says it in a way words though,
2: to those who, you know, always look at things for an angle, you make it a, a thing. I think for him, it's, it's more of an inspiring the next person to be like, yo, that's my guy, I'm gonna speak on my guy. Mm-hmm. But it's really telling the guys like, yo, you can, you know what I mean? There's a lot of opportunity in there for you to do that, right, so I don't look at it as pressure. I don't take it as pressure because I feel like, you know, when somebody see me doing it, regardless what, regardless how it's delivered, that means they can sit back and say, I have a chance to do it. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, when you, when you when you know you have a chance and you, you give yourself a thought to say you have a chance,
1: anything's possible. That's what you yeah. represent to me. You represent, you know, hope in a real way. I was even watching the interview you did with uh, Clue. And I think your mindset is a mindset a lot of people don't have when you said, you knew what you were doing in the street and you said there's only three ways up. Is jail death or that small possibility you might make it. So yes. you, you said that helped you do your, your bit.
2: I mean, think about it because, you know, we, we look at you know, what's going on in the world and we, 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 we always analyzing everybody. We always opinionated. We always, you know what I mean, it's like, nah. It's like one thing about the game first thing you have to understand and lock in your mind from day one, it's only them three options. Mm-hmm. You have to be clear with yourself, right? A lot of times people don't be clear with that, right? Mm-hmm. And I understand because, you know, we we say we getting into it, you know, to change, you know, family's life and, you know, get out the hood. And it's mm-hmm. like, when you think about it, most of that is false. Mm-hmm. Because as soon as you get a chance and, you you know, you make that first, say you make 20000 right? Mm-hmm. That's 20000 you ain't have. Mm. So imagine if you do something with that twenty thousand that you never had, mm. you could stop right there. Mm-hmm. Then you take it further. Okay, you get past the twenty. Some make a hundred, some make two hundred. Okay, you you make you make two that's that's two hundred thousand you never had, and you got a chance to do something with it. But guess what? We don't we don't look at that. Mm. We want some more, mm-hmm. right? And then you know when 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 everything get thrown in, this is the first thing we do is blame the system, right? At the end of the day, you know, when you choose to step in that world, I chose to step into that world, so I gotta be, I gotta deal with the consequences and hold that. So that's why I said them three, you know, them three things of, you know, it's only death, jail, and it's only a slim chance to get through, and that's something that everybody should look at regardless what, and guess what? I'm never gonna tell somebody what he should do or not do. Mm -hmm. Because at that moment, you can't tell me. Mm. And right now, tomorrow, if things get a little twisted, You can't tell me what I should do or what I do or don't do. I'm going to do what I have to. So I'm never going to say it from a lens of which I should do. It's just the reality is it's only them three things.
0: What do you think morals change for both the streets and the industry, right? You look at a lot of the the things that you've been through and you can see people change. Mm -hmm. Right now, at one time it was... Let's say somebody hustled, or somebody was in the industry. They did it for a reason. They did it to get out the hood. They did it to make money. But now it seems like it's almost it's a change for clout, where it's people's morals have changed for social media.
2: I think uh, I think we using I think we we putting too much blame on social media. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: I think sometimes that's just that's just who we are. All these people cut like that. I mean I mean social media helps amplifies it. Right, social media, help it. You know, us look at it, and then for those who are not strong enough to understand it, can just to it. But I think a lot of it comes from who you are already.
1: Right, you was who you was before you got you know here. I'm saying mm-hmm. it's
2: just, it's just, you know, different levels to it. You feel what I mean? It's, it's different levels to. I think you know, the reality is sometimes we forget to use social media to work for us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's it. I mean, it's, 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 it's a gift and a curse at the same time. But if you use it correctly it can really benefit you in some ways. If you don't, it, it can really, you know, not yeah. benefit you, but still benefit you, right? right. It Like, there's a lot of people winning. I can't knock them for, you know, I'd rather, yeah. I'd rather for some to do that than go do some other dumps, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. some A lot of other foolishness somebody can do.
0: Let me ask you, if 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 social media was around back in the day, when when, when you guys first started out, did, do you think that you could be where you're at now? Or do you think social media would have tarnished that a little bit? Because um, so, some, of, some of the, what made, I think, not only Rockefeller, but you and Jay and, and Ty and Biggs and Dame was a little bit of the not knowing. The yeah, mystique. The mystique. The you know mystique. what I mean? Like, you know, I would go to the office all the time and it was that mystique. mystique. There's so much, well, you know, you just didn't see it. But now it's kind of like, if y'all go, we can tell where you're at before you before you tell somebody, exactly. right? Because, you know what I mean? You'd be like, oh, there's Emory in France. You know Got what I mean it's Right, I tell people all the time, it's like, especially, you know, when you get people
2: and they take a picture, right? And the first thing they want to do is go throw the picture up because you want to be in real time. And it's like, if the picture means something, it means something today, next year, or the year after. That's right. It's, it's how you use the picture, right? Mm-hmm. It don't have to be in real time. I think even in time when social media starts, it still takes you. Social media been around how long? 20-plus years.
1: Yeah, about 20
2: years? 20-plus 20 years, mm-hmm. and and... Jay have made it his business. Be like, I'm not messing with that. Mm-hmm. That's his choice, right? So, even at that moment, it's here and it's here and it's big and it's it's like you say, you can amplify whatever you're doing with it if you use it correctly. It's just still having that moment of saying, you know, I'm doing it or not doing it. Like for me, I, I you know, I I I love I love the fact that you know, social media give people a chance to just you know be whatever they choose to be at that moment. is up to you if you want to take it in and believe it, don't mm-hmm. believe it, and mm-hmm. how serious you want to do it. You know, it's, it's life, you know what I mean? It's, it's really what we see every day. Mm-hmm. So we can't blame it on social media. You go back to the neighborhood, it's the same energy and the same different things happening
1: all day long. Well, you've been getting fresh for a long time, so it makes sense that you the head of lifestyle of, of Rock Nation and the co-founder of Paper Flames, but how did you show off the fits back in the day with, <laughs> with no social media? I which... mean, it was, like you said, it's like, you, you first, you, want, you if
2: your crew respect it,
1: got you, got it you. goes
2: there, it's like, it's like you know, if your crew respect it, it goes there, and then if you're traveling around, like I said, I, I look at the world as three universal languages, right? Regardless of where you're from, who you are, what you're doing, like, I'm gonna always say this, music, sports, and fashion. Mm-hmm. Right? That's that universal language, right? For mm-hmm. me, I've always used fashion to be that, put your guard down. Cause you walk in the room before you know who we are talk, mm-hmm. right? What's the first thing we do as humans? Sight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if I give you that, you know, fresh, you walk in the door be like, even if you don't come say <laughs> nothing to me <laughs> it work, it work. mentally, mm-hmm. you like, man, he did that, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you already done put that guard down, right? So I done got past one hurdle already, right? And I just, I just think, you know, the expression of fashion is just, it's, it's not. Think about it. It's not the clothes. You still got to get in them, right? So it's like the human, the human. You still, we buy the same clothes. It's just the human side it really expresses you in different ways. And it's always been me because being a, a, a so-called to my brothers a country boy, I got the strike against me already. Mm-hmm. Cause they like, you know, we don't have the, 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 the top stores and the boom. So you're not expecting you to be. Mm-hmm. It's fresh. Mm-hmm. So now when I come in and use that as my muse, muse I'm fresh, so it's nice. like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's it's just one of them things.
1: Now I understand why up north people act like they not as country as us down south. I, they they I, match I, everything, I, they I, do the same I, thing, the wild I, colors.
0: I, I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I, I, we do it a pair of Air Force Ones, that's why. Huh? Y'all do it Thames. with everything. Air Force I saw, Ones, said As long as we match it with a pair of Air Force Ones and Timbs, we kind of... That's the balance, That's the balance. That's the balance. That's the balance. Right? Right? <laughs>
2: that's the balance. us, we, you know, somewhere else, they going to make sure, you know, the night he got the four colors in it, you know what I'm saying? The, the four head. colors in
0: the, and the joy, yeah, it got yeah, massive yeah, that. Yeah, that's little, yeah. I was going to ask, you know, wait, how difficult was it to turn Puma into a company that the culture really loves, right? Because did that. You know, cause growing up, you know, of course, we were into... You know, Nike's and Jordan's because of Jordan. Of course, Adidas because of Run DMC at, at times. But Pumas, we weren't really into Pumas because I don't think we ever seen any of our favorite people wearing Pumas. So there was the Puma, I, I call them the classic, right? That's like the Air Force Ones, there's the shell tops, and then there's that, I don't even know what they're called. Clyde. The Clyde, right, the Clyde, Clyde. Clyde.
2: But that's the point, right? right? I think that was the part for me, was having the real conversation about Puma. For us, even though it's a German company, for us, the reason why we know Puma is because of a black man. That's right, right. Clyde Frazier. Clyde right. Frazier, of course, yeah. Clyde, like, so I just had to tap back in the, you know, letting the world dig back to understand that part, right, and then you walk it down from there, right. Like, we should be in the, it should be in the conversation because it's been there. You think about it, Clyde was the first ever to have his own sneaker as an athlete, mm-hmm. right, and then like I say, when you look at Puma, for us you think about Clyde first. Mm-hmm. You don't think about nothing else. You think about Clyde, then you know you go back to that moment when Tommy Smith at the Olympics. That's
1: right, messed
2: mm-hmm. up. Like, it's so many iconic moments from Pele, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, it's so many iconic moments that it was like, let me go tap back into that and, and walk that process down, right, because if you, if you wake up, I remember when I used to have a small foot and I, you know, I couldn't wait till my foot grows so I can get the big boy shoes. Cause you know, you know when you got a small foot, you, if they got the, a bubble, you ain't got the bubble in your mm-hmm. shoe. You know what I'm saying? It was always something missing mm-hmm. from the little kid's mm-hmm. shoe, right? So it was like, and I got my first pair of Suede Pumas, right? I remember that because it was like, regardless that it wasn't as high as a pair of Jordans or whatever the case may be, it was the luxury of Suede. Mm-hmm. Like, to put on a Suede shoe that, like, where you from? You just don't wake up and know what Swayde is. day. You know what I'm saying? Like, So it was like having that moment with an iconic brand, I know what to talk, I know what that, because that's why I could walk in the room and say, what was your first pair of Puma's? And everybody gonna be like, yo, I had a pair of Suede's." They gonna tell you when they got them, mm-hmm. where they got them from, what was going on. So I just used that thinking to walk it down. The thought was for a company like Puma, they think if we, Make product for the new generation. That that's the thing, and it's like, nah, they got too much. They got too much mental. You, they mental is already taken up. Mm-hmm. Nike and Jordan them got that already. You can't win that mental space, right? So I gotta dig in, and, and, and go back to history and heritage, and let product design catch up later. And it was a process. Mm-hmm. You gotta figure it's twelve years for me. What was the most difficult part of it?
0: Because I I also seen a couple of artists. That, you know, was signed to Puma, and then, you know, I guess they didn't wear it all the time. Like mm-hmm. when they're doing shows, you still see them with Jordans or no, you still see them with though, Emery made Puma popular. Yeah, absolutely. Emory yeah.
1: Jones made Puma popular without even spitting the bar.
0: Yeah, but right. that's
1: and that's the thing, right? <laughs> I think when you
2: look at it, I don't expect them to wear Puma every day. Right? Think about that time when Jay had S Don Carter. The sneaker was booming, mm-hmm. right? And it was a moment where Was though he was sitting courtside or somewhere, and he's Whitfield Nike, but then he's wearing Adidas at that moment because that's what we are as culture, right? You can't put somebody in a box and say, you know, this. If if you do that, then it's not real.
0: We wear what's fly, you know, right? It's Regardless. not real. Like, yeah. you
2: need somebody to express themselves. It's like, today I feel like this. So, this is the reason why I'm throwing on my Nikes today, or this is the reason why I'm throwing on my Ditas today because, like you said, them is gonna take you back to the Run DMC days or the such and such days as a moment. So for me, I don't like when somebody say they have to be that regardless what. Don't get me wrong, I wish you would wear it more. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean when you when you when you can find yourself in it. But I don't I don't expect them to be that because I feel like now it's not
1: gonna feel real. Mm. It's not gonna come off right. When it comes to fashion, do you feel like uh, hip hop is doing a good job of? you know, uh, highlighting it during this 50th year of hip hop? Because I feel like it's been just about the music, but I feel like fashion is just as important.
2: I mean, I think with the music, fashion is there, mm-hmm. right? I think, you know, there'll be times where though right now you hear about the music because it started with the music, right? Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, you're gonna see moments where though fashion is gonna play a part. You can't have the music without the fashion and the fashion without the music, right? Mm-hmm. So I think we just gotta, you know, let the time go because really, uh, what, next month is when when it really hits in mm-hmm. fifty. I think it's mm-hmm. August, like August tenth, eleventh, mm-hmm. somewhere around there. It's it's really that date. wipe so it because they 'cause they're gonna be bad we ain't know this man. Yeah, so I think, you know, you're gonna see the moments and I think you don't have to force the moment of fashion and music. I think it all lives together. And I think, you know, us paying homage to just fifty is it it is is there. It's like we all we all here you see you know I me mean? it's 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 all there one thing i would it's say that.
0: That, that that i thought that you did that was very smart was like you said it's all about how we dress right so mm-hmm. people were more connected to nike or more connected to adidas because it was a tracksuit right mm-hmm. we could wear everything head to toe all the way down and it matched mm-hmm. puma didn't have that at first that i seen or the stores weren't selling it until you started making those tracksuits now when i wear if i want to wear pumas i can wear a whole set yeah. because i, I don't want to be the the dude that wears the the Adidas tracksuit and have some Pumas on. It just didn't feel right.
2: But 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 that's uh, you know I'm I'm gonna be political correct right now. When you look at a Puma T7 tracksuit, that's like from '69. or up. But we couldn't find it. Yeah, and that's the thing. So at a moment as a brand, you know we're trying to get in the mix of get back into the the, the the you know the 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 realm of culture conversation, but we don't have the product in place to do that at that moment, right? And I was having this conversation in Germany one time, and I'm sitting there telling the CEO like, yo, we we, we hot right now, but you can't go to the store and get a Puma tracksuit. And then there's somebody else in the room who's another big shot in the room like, yes, you can. And I'm like, you can. not You know what I mean? Just, just understanding that we're bringing all this heat and, and getting back traction, but you ain't got nothing for the guy for what they want because guess what? You're so busy trying to -hmm. Chase that next thing, and I'm like, nah, man. Like, you dealing with kids. You see the kids now; they gonna put on a Puma tracksuit, but still put their Air Force Ones on, Mm -hmm. right? You gotta understand that. You know, first thing blasphemy.
1: My God, no, you should be arrested for that. No, that's it, man.
2: I mean, I know some of the most fashionable guys love the cross brands. Right, that's just what they do. Yeah, like for me, it's not for me, but I know a lot of people that do that. So. Is I think when you look at it, the T7 tracksuit was the fit. It was just the, the fit of it what made the kid like, oh, I like this fit, and I mm-hmm. love the thing, and, and you know, I ain't getting away from my Air Force Ones. So I'm okay with that. Was it difficult to get in some of these stores? Yes, because you gotta figure, if you ain't been around, you know what I mean, it's hard to come get some space. like you gotta earn that space again. Just because you put whatever, not mean, right. they supposed to just open the door, so it's it's still an everyday process now, you know what I mean? Like, we there, but I, I don't think our presence is what it should be, but I think it goes back, it gives you the opportunity of how to make your own store presence what mm-hmm. it is, your own online what it is, because if I base what I'm doing off a of wholesale, that means another store can never Show the world completely what Puma is as a brand. You don't have enough space, right? Now, well, you know,
1: everybody looks at uh, Nipsey, the good brother Nipsey. We look at him as the icon he is right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you did a Puma deal with him a few years ago. Yes. How many? Like five, four or five years ago. It right? was.
2: It, it was. It was. It was a while, and and it was funny. Funny. I'm glad you said that because when I did this mixtape shoe the idea came to do some technology with it. And I'm not a tech guy, but my partner is. And I was like, okay, but the reason why, it, I really wanted to do it because the first time I seen that tech was at Nip store. Mm-hmm. Back, like, to, back to 90, right? No, at the at the, Christian, at the marathon store. Oh, where, 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 where. Like the whole store was set up virtual. Mm-hmm. Like you walk in and you could take your phone and scan the wall and video and content would come up. You take the tag mm-hmm. and the shirt, and I was like, what the? We talking about a, a kid from Crenshaw, right man. Up, like, right I'm like, I'm in there blown away. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the heck is this, right? So to even pay homage that way now, the, you know, to keep that even going is a salute to him because I felt like then when we talked about Puma, he was like, there's no way in the world they're going to get a skinny tattoo gangbanger a deal. And I was like, man. I don't care what they think. You're an icon at that moment like I'm like you How did you know back then? I, you you, you is is the human side. Mm-hmm. It's back to the human side. When you when you when you're in front of a special human, you know the feeling of that. You you know people that you really call close friends or mm-hmm. people that mm-hmm. not even close friends but when you do get to see them and they're special humans and you you know that that time when you get to see him, he just was a, just a special. Yeah, that glow. Yeah, he was just a special, yeah. special human being. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 when you've seen that to deal with and be involved in all that and grow up in that, but then when you get to meet him and his spirit and his tone and his genius, it's like, then I was like, oh. It's like, it goes back to, yeah, you from L.A., but we no different, it's like, mm-hmm. he was a, you you use an icon at that moment. Mm-hmm. And and from there it was like I visioned him in a T seven tracksuit at mm-hmm. that moment. And from the time he wore that T seven, I've never seen nobody Rock it like him.
1: now nah, you're right. I've never <laughs> seen nobody
2: rock that <laughs> <laughs> It was like it was like meant for him.
1: Mm-hmm. I even try to do my socks <laughs> like it. I can't it do like, it. I can't do the way he did the way was, he did it, I can't do it. Was it was
2: just meant for him. So you know when something is meant. I was like, man, it's like it was just an honor. Like mm-hmm. for me and and the beautiful thing about that was at that moment, it wasn't the craziest amount of money or whatever. Him and his team understood the value of partnership. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like when I seen that and and Puma seen that, that made you be like, "Oh, I want to be in partners with him forever."
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Because you he understood partnership. He understood the value of I tell people all the time you go into Puma and everybody wants deals and wanna make money, and I'm like, they gonna pay you whatever, but I'm like, the best way to get the best out of a Puma partnership is to realize how to make them work for you. Mm. Give them what they want, but make the machine work for you, Mm -hmm. and you can get way more, on top of they gonna pay you whatever, but you gonna get way more out of it because it's such a broad machine, and they good people. Like, you, you don't get in this world and find too many good people in spaces, right? You know, no one's perfect, but they're coming in with good intentions. So if you got that,
0: and you know how to make the machine work for you. I was gonna ask, well, who was the first person you gave a deal to in the industry, whether it was athlete, actor, artist? Well, I didn't personally give it to him, but the first one that I can
2: say that I was a part of, like, we should do this mm-hmm. with Solange when we did Solange Puma deal mm-hmm. way before. Uh, See the table when when she did the thing and she came in, created, brought a team in, and mm-hmm. it was it's probably you know it's still iconic, one of the best you know collabs partnerships we did then you know and like I said, as this was this was during a period where was though she was finding her greatness even more, so it was like. It's, it's the same thing. It was, it was before that. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, no one really knew that till I spoke on it. You know what I mean? And it mm-hmm. was like, because I was just sitting at the table and I'm seeing who everybody wants to run for. And I was like, I think I think you should go Solange route. And they like Solange. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, think about it. She the one at that moment that the people you chasing are paying attention to. Mm-hmm. And I just looked at it through that lens. And they trust me on that and it worked. So that helped you know, me for for me to be able to say, let's go this route and go that route and what, go
0: that route. What made y'all go to Puma or Puma come to y'all? What made that partnership happen? Because, we, you know, we've known, of course, Hov had sneakers with Nike. He've had sneakers Reebok. with Reebok, you know. He's had sneakers with all these different sneaker brands. So what was it about Puma that said this could work? I think at, at that moment for me, I took on the challenge because
2: it was at a time was the artists wanted to be in the sneaker, you know, wanted to tap in that space. So at that moment, Meek was, you know, really one of the first ones with Puma. And for me, it was like our artists wanted to be in that world, so I gotta go over here. But for me, I looked at it through that lens of, I'm watching at that time, my son was young, and kids thinking that the only way they was gonna be cool was wearing Jordan Nikes. Mm-hmm. And he was it was alienating everyday kids. And I'm like, you can't do that, you know what I'm saying? You can't alienate the everyday kid thinking, you know, putting them in that, if you're not a cool kid, you can't do that. You know, especially right now when you, well, now when we realize about mental health and everything else, mm-hmm. like, that's not helping the process there, right? And, and I intentionally did not wear Nikes or Jordan for a while. I was like, I'm gonna wear every other brand just to show him and his friends that you don't need mm. that, so it was just a mental thing to show, you know. And then I, I like to walk into the events we was having, and and we say we sneakerheads. You just can't come in with a Jordan, Nike, or some Yeezy and say you're sneakerhead. Mm-hmm. You gotta go and dig up some Deepin. things. Patrick, you yeah, went. Yeah, yeah, go, yeah, go yeah. yo go dig up yeah, some yeah. things because it's like remember sneakers was the thing was though the culture turned them into icons. Mm-hmm. Not taking nothing That's away the from fact. the Jordans of the world and all that. You gotta That's figure. You gotta figure when for Jordan One first came out, you know, no one you could barely, you know, give them away.
0: Yeah, right? nobody rocked with Jordan One's for right? a while.
2: For a while. So then when the culture embraced it, you know what I'm saying? That's the beauty of who we are. That's the beauty why y'all got these beautiful chairs. Wasn't mm-hmm. the D M V big on New Balance at one point? D M V is D M V is New Balance Kings,
0: man. Huge.
2: It ain't no it ain't no it ain't no question, no knock and all due respect to whoever that, you know, wear a New Balance, but DC and Baltimore has mm-hmm. been New Balance forever. It's mm-hmm. like just like you talk about Uptown's Air Force One, mm-hmm. Great New Balance has been that for D C and Baltimore Absolutely. forever. Yeah, they they making a resurgence. They're
1: making a resurgence all of a sudden. No, they they winning right now. Yeah. I mean,
2: I think when you look at a brand who's, you know, made in the US is a US brand. It's a, you know, family owned brand and, and they stuck to their guns and, and right now there's in a in a place where as though you get to drive the car you want to drive, and I think that's 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 culture for you, right? It's a it's a, it's a, a returning door. I remember when I first came home, and you know, New Balance was my thing. You know, everybody everybody was like, eh, that ain't it, ain't it? Because you you gotta think about it, you know. But it's beautiful to see because I think that's the that's the beauty of sneaker culture. That's the beauty of fashion. That's the beauty of just culture in general, right? It's like when we when we really put our grips in something.
0: They got a new designer. It's whoever doing new balance now in the last three years, they got a who I don't know who it is, but I think, that it's, the des-
2: kid. I think it's the kid from Queens. Mm. The uh
0: I'm not sure. Yeah, but that the, the that, creative director is. He, like dying. he's he's putting out designs that's dope and it doesn't matter like he just putting yes. out dope designs. And they're having i I know they must be having a hard time because I never see new balance in the sneaker stores. Yeah. And if I do, it's not the ones that I see with the big N and, and, and yeah. the dope colors and the dope designs, yeah. so they, they're doing... So let's talk about this 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 mixtape now.
1: Hold on real quick. I, I want to stay in the fashion just for one second. Mm-hmm. I, I want to pivot, still in fashion, but just the paper planes. Yes. How did you come up with the idea for paper planes? Remember, it was 12, 13 years ago, it was rock-aware still.
2: I think, I, you know what it was? It was just going through that 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 phase of rock-aware. When I came home, rock-aware was still around, and, you know, Jay was like, you know, what you want to do in this fashion, my thing. So it was like... I took on the challenge to say, let me go and show the building that Rogerware is not dead. It's just a fact. It's just brand fatigue. Everybody that moved on. It ain't just not the brand, as you know how we are. We're brands. We move on. Mm-hmm. Ain't got nothing to do with the designs. It's just we move on to brands. We do that quick, right? Mm-hmm. That's just the world. So I took that challenge on just to show that part because at that moment, it was still like a men's side, it was still like a $50 million brand. Even at the point when everybody was like, I'm not messing with that and this thing. But it came a time it's like, what was next? And um we had this young uh young designer and we brought uh Dawe in from mm-hmm. public school. Mm-hmm. was a creative director, and and you know, we was going back and forth with this idea and then this then all of a sudden came up with this plane. And it was like, oh, that's it. And then once you took it, you just take a life of how do you build the narrative and the story around it, you know what I mean? And just continue to add to it. And, and my mission and our mission has always been, how can we continue to inspire and, and help people imagine? So that's what that plane that plane, took on to life because it's not about the clothes. We're not selling you clothes, it's, you know me. I mean? We're selling you a feeling and, and, and want you to feel like you can be something else. And I think that's more to me why it's a brand today. You know, what I mean, I, mm-hmm. like I said, I'm not gonna go back. No one's reinvent the wheel. We're not gonna design mm-hmm. something no different than somebody else's design. I just think the meaning and the feeling of it, which gives us life, because when you look at it, you fast forward. It's the face of our whole
0: company now. But you you mentioned brand fatigue, right? Why don't we see brand fatigue in a lot of these white brands, right? You look at you know whether it's gucci fendi louis vuitton you could say steve madden you could say gap Mm -hmm. you could say you know um whatever you see brand fatigue i mean think about it but they're still but they're still successful people people wearing them i I feel like with 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 our coach a lot of times it's like i feel like it just like people not only slow down wearing it it's almost like they shit on it
2: that's that's
0: what we do which I is just, crazy, but I, we I, don't we don't do it for the, for the other brands. I mean, it's just us. Alexander McQueen. Like you don't see it. You know, you might see it go up and down, but it's still steady. Nobody shits on it. Well, our I, brands are just whether it's Fubu or Rockaway or Fat Farm or Sean or was Diddy shit. Like yeah, it's like I feel like we turn our back to it. Like we shit on it.
2: Yeah, I, I don't think it's because it's fashion. I just think that's who we are. We wake up. We, we deal with a thing was though we wake up every day looking for what's next. Mm-hmm. That's what we then created with this new. It's like you wake up every single day. What's next? Because think about it, being in New York, right? You got the different boroughs, right? The reason, the thing that separated Harlem, right? Because Harlem was always coming in. What was next?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It's like you, you gotta. What's the What's the next thing? It's mm-hmm. like during the, during the summertime when the when the Rucker Games going on. It's like it's not even just clothes, cars. Everybody's coming in. What's the new spaceship? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? It's like, likely, yeah. it's like, that's the, and it ain't gotta be the expensive car. It's like one year is the, the Honda station wagon, right? You gonna see a few guys who gonna come through, colored up their way, rimmed up their way. Next year is the coupe, such a and three such. three series, it's, then it, it was three, yeah. Yeah, it's just, it, we just, we always that way. And I think when you look at brands like Gucci and all them, before we came in the fold to say, you know, we messing with them brands, Look what they had been through to solidify themselves to be in a position for us to say, "Okay, let's go do that." Right? It's a lot of history. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of history. You know what I mean? It's like a lot of history there. I think with us, you see it in the hood, right? You see it where we from. We we quick to you know. It's a restaurant right on the corner. It's black mm-hmm. owned, but guess what?
1: go to the Chinese spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's just, you know, I
1: think how we wired, but I think... You think white ice is colder sometimes.
2: Yeah, but I think you see it now, whereas though you have to say <laughs> that you see the world, we're we embracing us more and more. Absolutely. And you and you mm-hmm. can respect that because right. you see it. And, it. and it's a great thing, you know what I mean? It's a great thing to see. We could talk about what happened before, it is what it is, but I think it did help us get to a point where as though people are waking up right now and like, I'm embracing, us, our brands, what we're doing. I'm talking about really supporting it and really going for it. And that's a beautiful thing. It's like a growth thing,
1: right? I, it's a growth thing. I remember watching you in the Rock Nation office about a decade ago. You was walking around the office throwing the paper plane around. I was like, why is he throwing this paper plane around? I remember asking you that and you was like, that's that's what's next. That's all you said. That's what's next. I mean, I, that's the beauty of it, right?
2: Because mm-hmm. you s- when, when I can have this conversation and I can have somebody talk about that moment of there, then it's bigger than the clothes, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm saying. It's like when you look at y'all, right? When y'all started this Breakfast Club, right? Mm-hmm. This is bigger than just being on the radio. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This is, this is, this is culture in in its own way. So when I walk here, I don't look at y'all as just from the radio. I don't look at the program, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's what the pro, that's what the, that's what the plane represents. It's like, you know what? We flying around that program because even though being here is a program, right? Beautiful, big program, but it's still a box. It's a program. Mm. That plane represent culture, we've never been programmed. Mm. That's why we 50 years hip hop right now, right? Mm. Mm. Because you can't program it. You can't. Like If if, if we'd have let the world program hip hop then, Mm -hmm. we wouldn't be here now. And that's the beauty of being in this moment, right? Even to be a part of it, even all of us, because we all a part. We all grew up off of it. We all got some DNA of that. That's what pushes us to say, "I can be the real estate guy. I can be, you know, the entrepreneur over here. I can be that." This hip hop culture thing gave us that
1: lens that we can do that. Absolutely, that's real. Now, what, we. Where did the name "Humble Souls" come from? Mm-hmm. When, when I hear the name. Of course, I can see how it's spelled, as shoes, but that's what I think of when I think of Emery Jones, a humble soul.
2: And I think when I, when I, the artist, that's this a part of this, you know, when they brought him in to the office, I think Sherry and Omar and Nation, they did a great job of just who they tapping into, mm-hmm. as far as talent, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you gotta find what makes sense for you, right? Mm-hmm. And I think they tapping in, and not just some talent individuals, they good kids, they good humans, right? And I think, when you brought when they brought him in to me before any of this, and I'm like, Yo, what, you ain't got a record, you ain't got nothing, but you good. So you know me, me. I'm like, whatever I can do, mm-hmm. I'm in. Absolutely. I'm in. I'm not gonna wait for you to get a hit and then it's like show up and be like, I'm mm-hmm. in, right? So over the years, when you when you when you build these relationships and bonds, and I had a chance to do this, I was like, you know what? This is the perfect time to do this because I feel like in the world at this moment with so much going on, right? Humbly, like, you need some of that to get through. Mm -hmm. Like, don't get me wrong, I stand up every day and I'm proud of everything I do, and you know, I'm gonna put that foot forward and and salute myself and, and, and love that I get saluted, but I think the humbleness of me getting here and being able to come back here, like I remember, you know, it, at a time where the people here you, you know y'all open the door with, with open arms mm-hmm. and we came and had a real conversation i don't mm-hmm. think i had a real conversation till now having it again but from that moment right because you know you felt the humbleness in it yes mm-hmm. you 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 see what i was doing but you know i i the humble side of it so when mm-hmm. these guys i felt like they that's what they was and i just flipped the soles because we was doing sneakers and it's all just you know, that's that's hip hop, right? Double entendres, right? Mm-hmm, right. right? So it was like let's flip
1: the souls, but I think uh, they just good people. Exactly. Ruben Vincent, man, fire, yeah. phenomenal, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. phenomenal.
2: Yeah, I mean, think about it. you got to take Ruben. Look at look who he's under. Mm-hmm. He's he's under a real humble camp. Mm-hmm. Ninth one, Ninth one, yeah, guru, guru, yeah. rhapsody, rhapsody, mm-hmm. yeah, that that right there. So you take that. And, and, and you get to get that season every day and that toolish every day. It's like it could only get you. And then, he's, look, man, his parents are African, man. So mm-hmm. you you got to figure they came from Africa, and he's like that first generation here. Mm-hmm. So you take all that going on, and, and, and then you give him some opportunity to help change his family life. Hey, it's, it's the perfect thing. I just that thought the name was just perfect.
1: What made you reach out to Clue and get him back in his mixtape bag? Man, listen, when when
2: when we did it, think about it. We brought all these artists together four days to L.A. Mm-hmm. They have never been in the studio together. Four days? Four days. Mm-hmm. Never been in the studio together, never hung out. Most of them meeting each other at that moment in real time. And we got 80% of this project done in four days. Mm-hmm. So it was just the energy, the synergy, right? So when we was done, it was raw. The team was sitting back like, yo, if We gonna do a mixtape. We gotta reach back and figure out who's gonna host this. Mm-hmm. And we got this. Uh, we got this uh, poster in the wall in the office in my office about we did a board and everybody wrote in there. We, we put it did a survey the best uh, mixtapes ever.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And you know everybody's you know they're young so they talking you know all the things that I really you know I know about. But mixtapes to me was different mm-hmm. growing up. Mm-hmm. Mixtapes was a pot of gumbo. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't they wouldn't album albums. They mm-hmm. was a pot of gumbo and you, mm-hmm. you know, that's what I grew up on. That's what that was my internet and social media to the world mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. it was social media, because I could find an artist from North Carolina, mm-hmm. Texas, boom, right, right, right. on a mixtape. Absolutely. And um they came and, and they had the board. And out of all the, you know, that new generation stuff, it was two names on the board mm-hmm. that was from before. DJ Clue, and then they had Flex on there, Mm -hmm. right? And my team, Cheyenne, I gotta give her credit, she kept saying Clue. Her Mm -hmm. thing was Clue, like she was animate Clue, and I was like, you know, okay, you know, me, I I don't like asking people, you know, I don't wanna feel like I'm, Mm -hmm. but then I thought about it, and I was like, you know what, Clue, for me, Clue family, Mm -hmm. without even being family, I was gone doing all that, but Mm -hmm. when you, you know, he's a part of, the dynasty, the dynasty, mm-hmm. a part of you know what helped me be me, right? And helped me get through. And my, so I'm, I look at it as family, I don't look at it no more, no less, right? We ain't mm-hmm. never got hanged. I look at his family, so we reached out and I had a conversation with him and I just broke it down to him what was really going on and why I was doing it. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I was doing it, he was in, he was so into that, like, given the artists a platform again without being programmed and and doing this and then taking a sneaker was though, I didn't need a mixtape to sell a sneaker, Mm -hmm. but taking the platform of Puma and and Foot Locker and saying, okay, I'm gonna do this mixtape and we merge them together, but let these artists have a a runway from that. Mm -hmm. And then they can drive off and drive their own car to wherever, we don't own the music. Mm -hmm. I don't get nothing off of this. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, Rock Nation is is putting it together, but the artists own their own songs. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you get to drive off and do what you want. And he was like, I'm in, right? Without even hearing the music, right? I was like, nah, let me, I got on a plane, came to New York and 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 um played it for him. Like, and I'm like, I had to play it for him because I'm like, this is the time I need you to wrap your arms around it, mm-hmm. you know, mold it mm-hmm. and make sure it's that. And that's what Clue can do, right? Mm-hmm. And and I was like, here. So it ain't like I'm coming. And this is our, my pro- This is our project. This is us. Like you know, like I tell the artists, this ain't my sneaker no more. This is our sneaker. Mm-hmm. Like so, he came in and wrapped his arm around, it and I got to go in the studio with him and Duro. And I was like, come on, man. I'm like a kid. Mm-hmm. Like, it's I'm, a Clue I'm, tape. I'm like I'm I'm like a kid watching. You know, you got I got Duro outside. Like. Mm-hmm. Mixing it and I'm like, so it's I'm having a moment myself and it's like, oh, we get to add a page to this 50 year hip hop, not this year, but that whole book. We get to add, add a page into that book. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, this you can't go wrong. And then first thing when you heard, we got in there and he start hitting with the, you hear his voice off the top, you like, ah.
0: Put you back into that you, moment. You like
2: ah, <laughs> and 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 then you take that and and to be honest, music is good,
1: mm-hmm. very good. Like like and very that's good.
2: the that's the you take that on top of the music mm-hmm. being good. And like I said, I think it's just setting the tone of that next chapter. Not mm-hmm. just for the artist, whatever that is for Clue, whatever that is for me, whatever that is for Puma, whatever that is for, for like whatever that whoever's involved. I think. This is bringing the best out of all of us, right? And I think that's when you make something great. When you can set back and we, we take everybody to Boston, we just I take them to Puma and let them, but then the people who's doing B-roll from Puma come back and show me something. They shot behind the scenes, it's like, you see, when you bring that energy in the room, it just brings the best out of everybody. Mm-hmm. And I think Clue just helped to bring the best out of them. And I think for Clue, for me, we talked about it. Mm-hmm. I think Clue has so much to offer to the world. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm ready to step back and and champion and root for him on just being able to to give that knowledge and and show the world of what he done. In this 50 years of hip hop, mm-hmm. what his you know contributions have been. Like the world needs that. That's mm-hmm.
1: right. I told him yesterday he got to use this tape to step back into his legacy. Mm-hmm. The world needs that. Mm-hmm.
2: You know what I mean? And, and and it's hard because you know, when you in your comfort zone and you don't wanna but I just think this is that time was though the world needs that. Mm-hmm. Like it's so much going on, and so much good, bad and ugly going mm-hmm. on. Like we always can take that clue. Clue is history, man. Absolutely. Clue, 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 you know, clue is one of the ones when you talk about mixtape, you gotta put him, his name at the top of the list mm-hmm. about
0: what mixtape became.
1: Mm-hmm. Hundred percent, absolutely. It's
0: needed. And how can people get this mixtape?
2: So right now, the way you get it, we 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 dropped the single, got the single. While we got some content out right now, it's only on the sneaker. Mm-hmm.
1: What? I didn't know that. Yeah, it's only on the sneaker <laughs> oh, oh, right so you now. You get the sneaker, you got to do the QR code. So. This What's one what? got headphones.
2: So, when you get the sneaker, mm-hmm. we got a chip in the sneaker. <laughs> so that means we can always change out content, add content, oh, and music. Man. Right? So you go and you 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 download the content and the music of the sneaker. So right now it's just to keep that energy. We going to all DSPs, but it's just right now we just having fun because I, like I said, I think for me, I didn't want to get into the program thing. Because once you start the program thing, we take away from why we did it. We right. take away the human side of the artists. Mm-hmm. It's like, you got to fit into this box of mm-hmm. what's going on. And I want people to see this process. Like we we Like, we got all the content of us making this. Like in the studio, making it, you mm-hmm. seeing it in real time. You seeing this camaraderie come together, of just young talent. Like in a world where they say we can't get along, mm-hmm. come together from everywhere—from Chicago, Brooklyn, you know, New Orleans. It's Compton, it's like all this synergy mm-hmm. going. So you know, from from now, you get it all.
0: That's dope. Mm-hmm.
2: Of the. You phone That's
1: down. crazy. Phone
0: that's down. dope. So when the
2: sneakers come out then? Sneakers came out on the 14th. Okay.
1: No, oh, they're out now.
0: Okay. 14,
2: 14, uh, puma.com or footlocker.com. You mm-hmm. know, it's a Footlocker. This style is a Footlocker exclusive. But I felt like at this moment, that's a beautiful thing because we we gonna utilize that platform to tell our 50 year, you know, hip hop and all that, and, and make it make sense. So this is the original. So this is the cassette tape. So mm-hmm. it's the evolution of music. You go from, go from, go from the cassette tape mm-hmm. <laughs> to the CD player, Ooh. Mm-hmm. Sony Walkman, MP3.
0: Ooh. So it's
2: just the evolution of music.
1: You know what I'm saying?
2: Just paying homage to the evolution of music and just showing my respect to what helped me be who I am. Hip hop culture helped me become Emory Jones, Vegas Jones, whatever you want to call Mm -hmm. It's a big part of who I am, why I'm here, and why I do what I do. So it's just a a, a homage back to them. And and I go to tell everybody my favorite part of the sneaker is look at the shoestring tips.
1: What would it say?
0: Auxiliary plug for your headphones. Oh my God! <laughs> you know oh what I'm saying? It's just, it's just
2: it's just it's just the moments, right? Just just to be able to play the moments. Think about it. It's from the remember the old TDK. Yep. So it's like just paying just paying homage, man, to why we're here. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. What size is It's My I got, size. I maybe. got. I got. I got. <laughs> I got, I got you. <laughs> I, I, I got y'all size here. A few of them, few of them, they get to the office today. Word. But it's that's good dope. because I get to get the team size and we can come back and make sure. Well, that's why you asked my size. Down.
0: Yeah, I had yeah. to ask she- you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this guy's crazy. Char- yeah. Char- Char- so <laughs> hit me at the blue like, yo, what's your shoe size? I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: that was me. That was me. <laughs> Dude, I hit him. I said, yo, you flirting with me in the middle of the day? Nah, it was me. That was me. That was me checking in. I was nah, like, Nah,
0: appreciate
1: you, bro. bro. I got, I got a few more questions. Yes, sir. Because you know, it's Emery here. It's 50 years of hip hop. You don't get to talk to Emery too often. The other the other day, you said it was hard for you to even stay in the museum. Yeah, it's heavy. Mm-hmm.
2: It's heavy in a great way. And I'm, you know, all my friends know me. I'm emotional. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? i have mm-hmm. you know, been through a lot, mm-hmm. and I'm not I'm not afraid to be emotional. I'm not afraid. You know what I mean? That's just joy. It's like, you know, and I'm, It's heavy. Mm-hmm. It's heavy when you when you set back and and you know, see what you know you've been a part of. Like, you actually been a part of, you actually have added something value to what you're seeing, right? Mm-hmm. And just to, you know, look at my big brother and just, you know, to watch his accomplishments and still look at him as, you know, not Jay Z, not, you know, Hove, not, you know, all that, but see Sean Carter, the human, mm-hmm. right? And, and such good human being he is, right? So to watch all that and take that in is like, and to be in Brooklyn, like to be able to bring that back and give Brooklyn that, you know what I'm saying? Not just Brooklyn, New York, but then, you know, being in Brooklyn to give that at that moment, mm-hmm. it's a lot. It's With a police lot. escort. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's <laughs> a lot. It's beautiful. It's touching. But it's, a, it's, 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 it's heavy to die just because, like you said, you got to pinch yourself every day. Like, it's just mm-hmm. really real. Mm-hmm. Was, you,
0: was you also emotional because a lot of that you might have missed? No.
2: I, I I I didn't miss it because it helped me get through mm. to be able to be mentally strong and prepared for my opportunities that was in front of me. Mm. So I didn't I didn't let that time going by and missing that be a downer. Right. It was an upper. So I really didn't miss it because if they win and I'm winning, gotcha. I said I said I looked at it. I'm like. I can I can get up and go to sleep and, and deal with that madness I'm dealing with and be like, nah, like, man, I I know them. They I know them. I know how good they are, I know mm-hmm. who they are, and they winning. So it's like for me to witness that, it never gave me that part. Absolutely. It never, it never it was like I'm saluting, I'm 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 that. Think about it. I went through through that phone. I got some of my closest friends from the system and the streets from Queens. You gotta figure I'm at Fort Dix doing, mm-hmm. you know, the the rap battles and the vibe, but it was never a thing amongst us. We never, you know, we had fun about it. It's like you can come in and brag about it mm-hmm. and be like, yo, I got one up on you and you but it was never I never looked at it no no difference. I never looked at it, you know, from a from a thing. I because I looked at it as, yo, we have an opportunity to win. Not just them the door gonna open up for everybody to win. Even if you ain't gotta deal with music, it was just opening up the door right. for us to win. So for me, we can always grow to get out of that small thinking, mm-hmm. become bigger. I'm, I always looked at the bigger picture. Like, we got a chance to win, man. This is this is something that's, you know, you watch what the, what, the, what the OGs did to open up the door for when them 90s came in, and you gotta be honest, the 90s ran with it in a way it was to open up the door for us to be respected in a different way to now. And then mm-hmm. you, like you say, now, it's like everybody like, well, I don't like what's going mm-hmm. on. There's always been some good, bad, and ugly. Right. Right.
1: <laughs> Day one, with yeah. me. it's always been Absolutely. that. It's, you
2: know, mm-hmm. it's no difference, it might be a little more, you know, advanced and broadcasted more, but there's it's no difference, you know what I'm saying? It's the world, it's like, we can't put it on music, it's, you know, the world is the world, so, you know, we was dealing with shit different ways, you know? Mm-hmm. Do
1: you believe it was divine order for you to get locked up? And the reason I say that, because, you know, you, I think Jay was in London, right, when you yeah. and your crew got arrested. But, but, but Jay but, was always with you. So if he was every, here, he might have been with you during that thing. I mean, think
2: about it. It was, everything is ordained. Mm-hmm. It, that's just the way it is, you know what I mean? It's, it's ordained. At that moment, that was something that, you know, Allah wanted me to go through. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That was something that I had to deal with, right? And, 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 and I look at it as, you know, I wouldn't change it for nothing in the world because, mm-hmm. you know, if I change that, that means you're changing some other things in life. Mm-hmm. I, it was it, I think it was just ordained. It was just ordained the way it was gonna be, right? And I think, for me, I went through that time. Is a lot of people went through worse situations during my period of time gone than I did during the time. That's
1: real. Mm-hmm. You know what I yeah, mean? I
2: was wow. I was I was thankful to not lose, you know, a parent, my mom, or nothing during mm-hmm. that period. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I, don't get me wrong, I was missing it, I'm hurting all that. But there's a lot of things that happened to people every single day that was in the world. Right. That changed their life forever. Absolutely. That's right. It Absolutely. ain't still, you know what I mean? So for me, I did, you know, I, I take it in
1: that 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 grain and it was ordained. I got, I got two more questions. You you and Jay, the whole rock nation, y'all constantly pour back into the community. What's the secret to mastering, elevating out the hood without leaving it behind? I think people
2: do it in different ways. Sometimes, you know, it's money. Sometimes it's presence. Sometimes it's just, you know, education, right? Because if if, if you know, we just had the twenty year, you know, gala, right? For that stock carter and they hear the stories of people getting up down and it's like you know, I, I didn't get into college and, you know, blah, 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 and I kept going, but now I get my Ph.D., and it's like, you know, someone that looked like you. So it's different ways, I think. For, mm-hmm. for, for me, I think the human side of you see all the success, even at my level. People see the success, and it's like you don't even think that's attainable. But when you, when you get a chance, for me, to really be hands-on and understand that it is and you can touch it, I think that's the biggest give-back for me. Like to continue to do that in different ways, and I think as collectively we all find ways to continue to just you know understand the human side of it and being connected because guess what you can't you can't go and be in the hood like you want to no more it's just that's that's mm-hmm. that, that that's not even right with or without it mm-hmm. it's just not it's just you know it's, it's just not happening you know what I mean but for me i I take time out. To make sure that I I, you know, I'm, I'm touchable and in, mm-hmm. in, in in the human side of, you know, getting to where I got to is like it starts with you first.
0: Absolutely.
1: You know? My last question: what's your favorite Emery Jones hove reference in a rap record? Uh, Can
2: I Live without saying the name? You know what I mean? Viva, Las Vegas, me be at the crap table, the one that starts a G up. Mm-hmm. You know, Frost Willie Gambling they Re up. That's a real that's, that's a real time, before it was a Rockefeller mm-hmm. Records. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, like, mm-hmm. that's a real moment. Like, I, I acted like I owned Vegas at that moment, and they gave me that name, Vegas Jones. Mm-hmm. From, that, from that record, like, we was in Vegas, without no deal, running around doing Mike Tyson fight, but we knew that the next chapter was that. Mm. So, you know, that to me is my all-time favorite. Hmm. Of all time.
1: That's why you rocked the reasonable doubt
2: and everything. Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. Because think about it. This reasonable doubt was just not Jay's album. It was all of our albums, right? Mm. It's, it's it's life, right? It's a, it's, a, it's it's is that. You know what I mean? Is 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 it means so much more than you know just the music. Just it means so much more. It's just even for us to be able to take that next step. Mm-hmm. That means. You grew up some in
0: life.
2: Mm. The, you know what I mean? Like you mm-hmm. say, that go through that moment of saying, Am I going to do this or I'm not going to do that, mm-hmm. right? To take that step and get that done and that process, that means you etched on the board that you grew up some. You mm-hmm. took a step forward. Without that step forward, we might not be in this position right, right. now. Mm. We needed that. Like, that's why it's so important. That step right there. Gave us room, to, you know. Not saying we got it right. Not saying we perfect. And not saying we did some things that was, you know, good. But that first step
1: helped us be in this position today. And he he, pro- he probably didn't mention the name on purpose back then. You couldn't. <laughs> so fast forward, Grammys. You on one side, OG one on one on the other side he was down 10 for this, we just got his 10 back, then went back like where the interest is, them light up the 03, like now, how did that feel? That's I,
2: like... You know, so I think he tricked us on that. Me and Juan still talking <laughs> about that, right? <laughs> we we, 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 show, we show up and, you know, we see everything going on and we see this big table, me and Juan, and you know Juan is, you know... He never on camera. He's yeah. like, and Jay like, we get the table, me and Juan like, yo, we ain't getting no contracts for this, we joking, right? Mm-hmm. So me and Lil Wayne, we laughing, and we laughing about it, and then Lil Wayne says something that was the butt of the joke the rest of the night. He said, yo, he got y'all doing pro bono work. <laughs> that was our joke the whole night. <laughs> but it was, it. You, know, it's just like at that moment, you don't know, and that's your brother, you know, because to him it means so much just to, to him first, right? Mm-hmm. And to be able to help accommodate that and that moment and all that is like, you take it so real. It's like, come on, man. Like, it's my, you know, to watch my guy at that moment and, mm-hmm. you know, it's Grammys is LA, you know, and the thing. And it's like, whoa, like, you know what? I'll go back to it. It's ordained. We supposed to have been there. That's right. Regardless what, right? We supposed to have been there, right? Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's, a, it's a moment in life and it's a moment in chapter. It's that chapter we supposed to be there. And it goes back to say, without reasonable doubt, that chapter
1: might not never happen. That's right. Man, y'all are, y'all legends is a, ain't even a strong enough word, man. Straight up right for what man. y'all
0: y'all have brought to the culture, man. Well, there you have it, man. We appreciate you joining us. Make sure you pick man. up the pumas, the mixtape. And this is I think this might have been the longest interview we've done this year.
1: Well, it was the most fulfilling. That's say, absolutely that absolutely was for me. Absolutely. Thoroughly enjoyed this conversation.
0: Emory Jones, we thank you for joining us and appreciate you. And thank you for the, the kicks, too. Amazing. Absolutely. My pleasure. Sound monogram to the out there, too.
1: <laughs> huh? You say what? <laughs> that monogram out there, too. And you listen to the mixtape, they tell you to go get that monogram. Yeah, that's too. right. Yeah.
2: You, you know, you, you know. It's the same thing as and a couple anything. spaces.
1: Just take your time. That's right. <laughs> take your time. Ain't no, ain't no rush. You take your time, man.
2: Ain't, right. ain't in no rush. You <laughs> take your time, man. It's like anything else. Take my time. Take your well,
1: you time. Well, nah, just thank, for real, thank you for everything that y'all do for the culture, man. Just, Absolutely. You know, even for me, just being the source of just being able to pick up the phone sometime and get some game. Absolutely. You know, Emery is a person that's always sharing their resources. Mm-hmm. Like the, the Black Effect logo is because I, I reached out to Emery because I wanted to create something like. Paper planes. He Mm -hmm. was like, he plugged me right into who, who does what, you know. Even with the hats, Mitchell and Ness, all of that. So that's what it is. I mean, that's
0: that's that's what we do, right? Mm -hmm. That's what we're supposed to do. That's right. Exactly. Emory Jones. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine for us wise folks. It helps protect. I'm 19, strong, and asthmatic, and at higher risk
2: Com.
0: Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine.
2: Top 302 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Zumo Play.
0: 18 plus.